Good morning. It's a bright new Monday morning, beginning of the week. Earlier days, we all used to be very busy on Monday mornings, and uh, I think it used to be a challenge every Monday. We all used to face uh, Monday morning blues, as they used to call it. I don't know if that happens because I'm out of the rat race now. Thank God for that. And so I don't have to worry about Monday mornings or any other morning. I get up whatever time I want to. And uh, so I don't have to rush to work. Maybe some of you, uh, the younger folks, might want to do that and have to do that. So it's good to see all of you bright and up and early this morning. And uh, it's uh, indeed a joy and a pleasure to just to be with you, uh, people who are like-minded like me and who are followers of Jesus Christ. Um, that's what I call myself, and uh, I hope I live up to those expectations that Jesus has from me. And uh, this morning, I I was really surprised that uh, you know when somebody asked me whether I could uh, you know share with you, um, I was grappling with what do I uh, speak about, and uh, um, amazingly. Uh, it just came up that, you know, uh, today most of us are um, looking at what's happening around us in this world and we are wondering uh, how do we tackle the um, days that are coming ahead of us. We are not really sure uh, if, uh, you know, how things will pan out in the coming days and months because of this uh, situation that we are in right now. And... Uh, I'm not going to name it. It doesn't really matter because for uh, you and I who are in the Lord, uh, we have nothing to worry about and um, we have everything to look forward to. Uh, that's what I feel. And so I thought I'll just share about uh, this topic of what's next. So as you can see, we're starting with the topic of what's next. Shall we just pray before we uh, go forward? Join me, please. Lord Jesus let the words of my mouth and the meditation of our hearts be acceptable in your sight. In Jesus' name, amen. Today's topic, uh, I was told that uh, the CBMC India meeting, when it happens, I've joined a few times, uh, but I thought um, it'll be good to see what I can do for a um, group of people who are from their 30s, 40s, 50s, and also 60s and above. So when I thought about uh, the topic about what's next, it's different for each one of us, isn't it? So uh, I was looking at um, this topic and I thought uh, maybe I could share a few uh, portions of scripture which will be helpful in helping us to take the right decisions going forward. So in the last 18 months, what I have been going through is a time of introspection and also taking action. Important thing is that uh, when I uh, look back, one thing is that, yes, as in all situations, we have pros and cons that we can think about. And uh, for me, it's been a time when uh, it's been a time when I haven't spoken to a group of more than five people for more than almost two years now. I think the last I did was to a church somewhere in uh, September 2019. And uh, so I'm kind of nervous because I've lost touch uh, speaking to people uh, of more than five people at a time. 
and also the fact that um, I am uh, a person who's more of a uh, one person to one person kind of a person. I don't generally like to speak to groups uh, because I'm not very good at it. But I hope I'll be able to do justice to the five uh, or 10 minutes that I have uh, remaining with me. As we get older, three things happen. The first thing they say is that your memory goes. And well, I've grown older, so I think I might just forget the other two. So please bear with me. If I've forgotten something at the end of this talk, I'll try and remember. If not, count yourself fortunate because otherwise I have a tendency to ramble and I can go on forever. So here we'll start with the youngest of the lot, that is those who are 30. We'll start with a few verses just to whet our appetite from the word of God and then we'll move on. So in Ephesians 6, 1, we read, Children, obey your parents in the Lord, for this is right. Now, if you're wondering why I'm um, doing this, um, why am I talking about this particular verse to somebody who's in their 30s? Well, just want you all to know that it doesn't matter how old you are, even when you're 60 plus, and if your parents are around, you're not someone who's grown up, according to them. You're still their little darling, five to six year old, who needs to be told what to do. In essence, this is something that the word of all, uh, God also reminds us. And so obedience is something that does not come with an expiry date. I hope you agree with that. And in Proverbs 37, we look at a very tough sounding, almost a harsh verse. It says, the eye that mocks a father and scorns to obey a mother will be picked out by the ravens of the valley and eaten by the vultures. Sounds tough in the 21st century to think about such things. We thought we were past all those strict rules. Move on to Deuteronomy 11, 19. Um, if you're in your 30s and you probably have little kids, maybe two to six years old or so, and uh, you're wondering, when you read this verse, teach them to your children, talking about them when you sit at home and when you walk along the road, when you lie down and when you get up. Ephesians 6, uh, uh, when you get up. Okay, so this kind of sounds difficult to do uh, because some of us haven't been the typical obedient child and some of us have had a tough time grappling with this verse because we say it sounds kind of like old school. Whoever talks to their children about the word of God, if we don't, we know that uh, later we will have to ask, uh, answer questions from our children which we may not be able to answer. So this is something that is absolutely necessary if you're in your 30s or you're younger, uh, which young children, you need to keep this in mind. We move on to Ephesians 6, 14. Fathers, do not provoke your children to anger, but raise them up in the discipline and instruction of the Lord. Quite a few of us have actually used, probably used this word um, 
you know, verse from the Bible with our own parents. And uh, we, when we felt that, you know, we were not uh, uh, being listened to by our parents, we'd use them saying that you don't listen to me. It's always me who has to do everything. But the Bible says that parents should not provoke their children to anger. I wonder if you've done that. I have done it. And uh, yeah, sometimes it can be a difficult one to obey. Here's the thing. So those who are, if we move on to the next age group, um, which is those who are in the 40s uh, and 50s, more importantly, the 50s. Uh, I believe that this is a very crucial age. So I'm going to pay a little more um, attention to this particular page um, and slide. So uh, the word of God says, pay careful attention to yourselves and to all the flock in which the Holy Spirit has made you overseers to care for the church of God, which he obtained with his blood. Now, this is something that, uh, you know, we all um, we all hope that, you know, by the time we are 50, uh, we are uh, in a place where we are um, hopefully more considered to be more mature followers of Jesus. And uh, you're considered a shepherd or a leader to at least a small group of fellow believers, not necessarily in their age or experience, but also those who are younger in knowledge of the Lord and the word. But uh, if we are not, then we still have time to work on it. This is that age when we can still work on it. In Proverbs 23, 18, we read, there is surely a future hope for you and your hope will not be cut off. This is a great promise if you're experiencing what is termed as midlife crisis. Have you heard of this or are you already experiencing it? Well, if not, then this is the time when, you know, you have a lot of doubts coming up, when uh, there are a lot of challenges coming up in your life. This is probably the time when your children are in their, uh, you know, adolescent years or in their teens. And uh, this is the time when the spouse is probably going through menopause if you're a man and uh, or women both these days, they say there's menopause for both men and women. One or two of you or your parents or elder siblings are going through lifestyle illnesses like diabetes, hypertension, you're going through career challenges, you're wondering, should I take, uh, should I keep struggling to be one up in the ladder in my career? Or uh, it, it could also mean there's loss of hope, even about doing things like buying your own house or, uh, you know, other ladies are wondering, when will my daughters get married? When do I find the right match? Do I allow them to find somebody and, uh, you know, then we go ahead with the marriage? How is it? So this is the very trying and difficult age for most people, according to statistics. And uh, so when we look at Romans 8.25, um, actually, I would uh, urge you later, once we are done with this, if you have the time, you can read Romans 8, 22 to 30. Read this passage where Apostle Paul 
his writing and explaining about the present suffering and future glory and we can be encouraged with that now it's a uh, kind of uh, you know when we are 50 probably 50s you can look at the next slide that uh, we have this is a pair, uh, time when parents call it talking back children uh, say we are uh, uh, you know we are only explaining to you what we are feeling but then parents call it talking back so it's one of those difficult times that uh, most of us go through in our 50s 40 late 40s and 50s so i thought i'll bring that up as well now we come to a very interesting uh, phase of our life where uh, you know most of the time um, people call it the golden age of 60 i think um, this is the year when you for a brief moment i think it's called sashtya purti am i right um, uh, the age when you know they celebrate the 60th birthday and it's supposed to be a big event because you managed to get through to so many years and uh, you've also retired probably if you're in a, as a working and as an employee or if you're in business you might want to continue for some more time but most of the time people in india retire between the ages of 58 and 60 and uh, you're probably considered to be a successful person the present that you get the gift that you get from your friends relatives and family members and all your uh, colleagues is a zoom call presentation today where you know all your achievements and your uh, you know uh, are and the good things that you've done are brought out in a very pictorial way and with some video credits along the way so some of which you yourself wonder how did it happen so my thing is don't be fooled by all the pomp and the frills just accept all the adulation while you can and sit back and enjoy it this is a way of uh, telling you okay now you've reached the age of 60 you're retired you can go find yourself a favorite corner and prepare to stay out of our way it is a very subtle way of say, saying all these days you've been leading now probably it may be time for you to follow and or you can get out of the way so 60s not a very um if you look at it from the eyes of the world it doesn't look like a great uh, time but we know from the word of god that even to old age and gray hairs this is what uh, we read in psalms 71 18 to 19 even to old age and gray hairs oh god do not forsake me until i proclaim your might to another generation and your power to all those to come your righteousness oh god reaches the high heavens you have done great things oh god who is like you and it also promises in nine, Psalm 92.14, they will bear fruit in old age. They are ever full of sap and green. Sounds a bit contradictory to what I said a little earlier. But this is what the word of God promises. Some of us may be wondering whether we will 
ever be fruitful and full of sap and green. Sometimes we do wonder, but then the word of God is very clear. And I'm glad God has given us these uh, verses to look at so that we can be encouraged even at this age. So, um, in Philippians 3.20, we are reminded that our citizenship is in heaven and from which we also eagerly wait for a savior. So, our focus should be naturally shifting towards a life which is after this. Um, but sometimes we take our eyes off from God and we wonder whether, you know, we are really in the right place. So many doubts come up. Someone once said that age is an issue of mind over matter. If you don't mind, it doesn't matter. That's what Mark Twain said. Uh, in your 60s is the time when people call you someone who's from the Golden Oldies Club. It's almost like starting a new chapter in your life. That's why they give you the 60th birthday celebration. Uh, you have the freedom to experiment. Actually, you really have the freedom to experiment and follow your passions because this is the time when most of us have finished what we might call the uh, responsibilities that we have uh, to our families. So if you're married and you have children, uh, they would have probably finished uh, their studies and some of them would have got married and uh, settled and maybe living in some other place or living with you. Most of the time today in a nuclear families, we have people living outside. So if you've planned, uh, but if you've planned your uh, life in the 50s, you can actually be in a place where you can really enjoy this. Now, it is now confirmed by researchers and statisticians that 60 to 80, that is the 20 years, is the most, most uh, productive time of our life. So here it is. This is a time when, you know, you can always throw your weight around and say, if anybody questions you, you can ask them. You can tell them. Seniority is all about who gives the orders. I give the orders because I'm older. So I'll quickly uh, talk about what happens in your 60s because that is the age group that sometimes find themselves helpless and wondering, has life passed me by? Have I not uh, done the things that I should do? So some of the common questions that come up in our families today uh, is, um, you know, uh, these questions that I've put up. We live in an era of nuclear families, right? So here the parents are staying by themselves. The grown-up children have flown the coop. They are staying by themselves. So some of the questions that come up of the people who have older parents uh, either staying with them or staying away from them is, are my parents safe living on their own? How can I find help for my father, mother who lives alone? I'm worried that my dad or mom isn't taking good care of himself or herself. Or some of the parents or older folks will be wondering, could I be getting Alzheimer's 
is that why I'm forgetting things? Or I'm worried that I might fall at home and get hurt? Or should I or we uh, parents consider moving to an assisted living place? So these are the things that keep bothering us. And uh, I believe that in order to make a problem or situation uh, solving more manageable, we need to be able to figure out who to ask for help for each area of our concern. And we can have practical trips to uh, tips to better address common problems. If we have that in place, then we won't be uh, like the person in the next slide. Uh, you can go to the next slide. Then you don't have to feel like this person who in his older years, Bill Rogers said this, when you're dissatisfied and would like to go back to youth, think of algebra. I don't know about you, but I've always found algebra a tough thing to deal with. And uh, if I found it difficult to deal with when I was young, I can you can imagine what it will be like now. Okay, so let's do one thing. Let's do, just go straight uh, to a time where we can, uh, this is just a little about me. Um, uh, wanted you to know what I do and where I'm coming from when I'm uh, talking about these topics. Um, I have two websites. One is a website where I have, uh, where I provide information and uh, I have services and I have products for supporting the elderly people. When I mean elderly adults, I mean people who are 50 and above. I start from the age of 50 because I know that um, personally I've seen and I've uh, researched that people, if they don't plan in their 50s and by the time they get to 60s, there's a lot of disturbance. There's a lot of uh, anxiety because the things that they wanted to do haven't been done. And so I started this website with the intention of helping. I've been a caregiver uh, to elderly persons for quite some time now, more than 10 decades, uh, more than, sorry, one decade and uh, uh, over 10 years. So I also am a counselor for uh, people who are elderly. So I find uh, that uh, if we don't plan in our 50s, uh, we can land up in a bit of a bother uh, in our 60s. So that's how this uh, website started. The second website, uh, what's in ourhands.com is just an act of random kindness. I've always wanted to be a person who can show the compassion of Jesus to people around me. So I um, started this uh, with the intention that whatever I have, let me share with those uh, around me, uh, not necessarily only my family and relatives and friends, but even those who are not able to afford things on their own. Uh, I'm trained in palliative care. I'm trained in counseling. Uh, both biblical and uh, in uh, medical counseling. And I uh, work with uh, cancer patients in the uh, uh, fourth stage of cancer. That's whom I counsel mostly, uh, as well as people with uh, long-term illnesses like Parkinson's and uh, other neurological diseases. I am now uh, studying, uh, just applied for a course in gerontology from Tata Institute of Social Sciences. It's a one-year course where I learn more about aging and how to deal with the challenges. Okay, just a disclaimer. Want you to know 
want to state humbly that none of this information is meant for uh, you know really uh, i'm not talking as an expert in medical uh, medical sciences or anything else i'm not a doctor but uh, i've studied i've researched a lot and uh, this is just uh, my opinion you should always check with a doctor because in the q and a i'm going to answer some of your questions on health if you have any thank you uh, it's nice to see people and like i said i'm nervous about talking to more than a group of five people i'll make an exception today and i hope you'll be um, patient with me Heavenly Father, we thank you, Lord, for this beautiful day that you've given us. Thank you, Lord, for this time of uh, early morning that you've given us to just spend time together, looking at your Word, and uh, Lord, what we could understand from it, and uh, what you want us to do, Lord, at uh, different stages of our life. And Father, even as uh, we uh, think about it in the days to come, in the hours to come, Lord, we ask, Lord, that your divine um, Spirit will help us, Lord, to uh come to understand you better and to know you better lord to grow more closer to you father we are at a time in history lord when we as your children can make such a big difference to this world that is really grappling with so much on their hands they do not know lord the people of this world do not know where to look for help lord we lord your children can be the light lord truly the darkness is so much more darker now than it was a few years ago lord that's what it seems like and father so even the smallest of our lights can be something that will uh, draw people to you lord father help us to be really the salt of the earth lord now help us to be the light that you want us to be lord help us not to hide our light but to be able to shine it out lord because there's so much to do lord lord father we believe lord that's whatever our ancestors have sowed the word into this world the the uh, harvest is plenty lord somebody has watered it already lord all we have to do is reap in the harvest father and we pray that each one of us on this group will take this up lord irrespective of how old or how young we are help us lord to be able to reach out to the people around us especially those who do not know you as their lord and savior yet lord time is running out for them lord we are not worried about what happens to us because we know where we are headed lord we know that we are going to rule with you and to live with you lord and so father we just pray for all these people around us especially in our country of india millions of people who do not know you lord help us to share your word with them so that lord they too will experience the joy of knowing you as their lord and savior thank you lord that you will give them salvation if they call out to you heavenly father we also want to pray especially for those uh, people who are involved in this mushroom farming lord in uh, west bengal father we pray in siliguri lord that you will be with them lord and bless them and uh, lord use this uh, farming activity to be able to draw people to you lord Yes Lord we can do it in every small act of ours Lord your your spirit can help us to reach out to people and show them your love and bring them into your fold father thank you master we give you this time into your hands and our life into your hands we want to resubmit again Lord to serve you we ask this with thanksgiving and 
ask for a blessing on each and everyone who's been on this call and for your children wherever they are spread out across this world. In Jesus' name, we pray with thanksgiving. Amen. Amen. Amen.